0: and welcome to this podcast with me, Steve Griffiths. Today we're looking at the very beautiful Psalm 121, and I want to begin by asking you a question. What does it mean for God to protect us? Does it mean that no harm will ever come to us? And if we do suffer harm, does that mean God is no longer protecting us? That is a big question for us, of course, as we journey through life. And in recent years it's become more pertinent with the rise of terrorism across the world and the threat of an escalation of war in Europe amongst other things. But not only that sort of physical threat. What about God's protection over us in terms of health or having accidents or financial protection or protecting our relationships? What does it really mean for God to protect us? Psalm 121 speaks profoundly to us about God's love and care and protection for us. So let's see what we can learn from it today. Psalm 121 is based around the idea of life as a journey. As we travel through life, the Lord will always protect us. Six times in this psalm, we read the idea that the Lord is our keeper. Verse 3, he who keeps you will not slumber. Verse 4, he who keeps Israel. Verse 5, the Lord is your keeper. Verse 7, the Lord will keep you from all evil. Verse 7 again, the Lord will keep your life. Verse 8, the Lord will keep your going out and your coming in. Whatever else we take from this psalm, we are left with the absolute confident truth that God is our constant protector in times of danger. But believing that God will protect us doesn't take away from the fact that sometimes we get fearful. It's understandable. It's understandable. We never know what's around the corner for us, and so much seems up in the air and unstable at the moment. It's quite natural to feel fearful about the future. And to be honest, that's exactly how the writer of this psalm felt, as we can see in verse 1. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? Here we have the people of Israel journeying from their homes towards Jerusalem, a dangerous and hard journey. The mountain regions of Israel are desolate, rocky wildernesses, perilous to walk through dangerous to travel across. The mountains were the place where bandits and terrorists lived. You remember the story that Jesus told of the Good Samaritan who looked after the man who had suffered a physical attack as he journeyed from Jerusalem to Jericho through this mountainous and desert region. So in the midst of this danger, the writer asks a legitimate question out of fear and nervousness. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? You might be asking yourself the same question right now as you look up at the dangerous hills of your own life. I don't know where the money is coming from. Where does my help come from? I don't know if my marriage will survive this. Where does my help come from? My depression is getting worse. Where does my help come from? I don't seem to be getting better physically. Where does my help come from? I don't know if I'll still have a job next year. Where does my help come from? Fair questions to ask reasonable fears to have. In verse 2 the psalmist makes a bold and confident claim my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. That is the answer to the question. In times of fear and uncertainty our only help can come from the Lord who made heaven and earth and we must learn to put our trust in him. But let's ask the really obvious question here. Does it mean that because we're Christians, nothing bad will ever happen to us? Does it mean that everything's going to be fine for us because we trust in God? No, that can never be God's promise to us. And it has not been the experience of Christians throughout the centuries that we somehow become immune to the tragedies of life, as if God somehow puts an invisible force field of protection around us the moment we believe in him. And actually, that is not what Psalm 121 says to us. The remaining verses are all general statements, not specific. At no point does the writer say, As you journey to Jerusalem for the Passover, you will not be attacked by robbers. Or, as you journey through life, you will not face a situation of terror. Instead, the psalmist is saying something different altogether. He's telling us that no matter what we face in life, good or bad, God will protect us and hold us. Verse 3 he will not let your foot be moved. Verse 5, the Lord is your shade. Verse 7, the Lord will keep you from all evil and so on. So what does this word keep actually mean? Well, I think it means that whatever struggles we face in life, they do not have the power to determine our eternal destiny. Whatever happens to us, God is our ultimate destiny and so no harm can ever rob us of that. The Lord will keep us. The Lord is our keeper. Nothing that happens to us in life can separate us from the eternal love of God for us or rob us of eternal life. As we read in verse 7, the Lord will keep your life. God can never promise that no harm will come to our bodies, but God does promise that nothing will ever harm our eternal destiny. And of course, the greatest example of that is Jesus on the cross. The ultimate act of evil against a truly innocent man, resulting in his torture and tragic death. And yet, with his dying breath, Jesus Christ was able to say, Lord, into your hands I commend my spirit. No amount of terror or evil that was thrown at Jesus could separate him from the love of God. And that was proven three days later for the whole world to see, through his glorious resurrection, is being raised by God from the dead. And no matter what life throws at us, the destiny of Jesus has become our destiny. As Paul tells us in Romans 6 verse 5, for if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. You are a child of God. And as the psalmist says, the Lord will keep your life, whatever that means for you. And I want to finish with these words of comfort that Paul wrote in his letter to the Romans in chapter 8. If God is for us, who can be against us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Today we lift our eyes to the hills. Where is our help? Our help is God, who is our strength, security and protector. My help is God, who today is leading us into life in all its fullness. As world events unfold, as events unfold that hurt us in terms of financial security and mental health, and those events put strain on our relationships and sense of self-worth, may we know the keeping power of God in our lives, and may our lives be truly lived in all its fullness. So I hope you found this a useful podcast. Please do get in touch with me if you want to talk about it further. My email ID is steve.griffiths at london.anglican.org. My prayer for you this week is that you will know God's protection of you, no matter what you're going through right now. And I look forward to being with you again very soon. Bye-bye.